Welcome, everybody, to Sippin' and Shippin'. I'm your host, Brian Weinstein. We'll be kicking it here every other Friday, quenching your thirst for an insider's take to enhance your customer experience. So grab your drink of choice, kick back, it's Sippin' and Shippin' time. All right, I welcome everybody to another episode of Sippin' and Shippin'. I am your host, Brian Weinstein, and it is that every other week. So I have by my side, as you would expect her to be, Caitlin Postel. Brian, how are you today? I am doing well. I am doing well. We are in the throes of summer, which I'm enjoying, except it has not been the nicest of weather since that happened. Yeah, but it's all good. Uh, Looking forward to the rest of the summer and most importantly, looking forward to our special guest today. I'm excited. NJ Falk, welcome. Thank you, Brian and Caitlin. I'm so happy to be joining you and ready for some sipping and chipping. <laughs> exactly, exactly. Oh, if it was only happy hour. Not that that stopped me before. My coffee. <laughs> yeah, I have my green tea. We're bringing it back. Fantastic. So for those of you that have not had the pleasure of meeting NJ, uh, she is... I mean, just about touches so many different aspects of business, award-winning journalist, uh, serial entrrepreneur, a mentorpreneur, which I really love, uh, been involved. It's trademarked. It's trademarked. Exactly. It's trademarked. It's incredible. It's like, it's so genius because I, I have so, like my, I've hit a stage in my career where I'm so much into mentoring. It's such a perfect word, and I know we're going to hear more about that from you in, in, in a little bit, but let me just let me just give a little bit more background. Um, so NJ is the managing partner at Athletic Propulsion Labs, contributor of Forbes magazine, I guess the, the founder of Forward Female, and I guess co-founder. I'll use that to co-founder, co-founder. co-founder. There's um, three of us. That's awesome. So tell, you know what, let's, let's start there because, you know, the, the, we've had for women's history month, we've had some great episodes. We've got some tremendous leaders, you know, logistics is very late in the space for us in, in, in our side of the, uh, of the fence. So it's been, it was very late in the space to bring in more and more female leadership. I've been very proud in the, in, in our particular group that we have a lot of fe- strong female leaders. So, and, and as a girl dad, I, I think having more and more female leaders is, is is super important. Tell us a little bit about this this forward female organization. I, I would absolutely love to. First, I just want to backtrack a little bit and say, you know, my whole focus uh, as I've entered this incredible stage in my career is about focusing on emerging luxury fashion lifestyle and direct-to-consumer brands, APL, which is um, our incredible athletic footwear, men's and women's athletic footwear company that sits at the intersection of luxury and performance embodies that as well. And then um, several years ago with my two co-founders, Priscilla Presley and Lauren Cheek, we founded The Forward Female. And that really came out of this idea that uh, women who wanted, who are emerging entrepreneurs needed a network and support, and the three of us could come together and bring together this wonderful new experience where we had coaching, one-on-one coaching, also um, a creative agency to support that, 
and individuals like myself who so many young women and actually any age group are reaching out to for advice that we could bring this experience through our networking events our uh, coaching and what i do with other brands like modern picnic or demarson where i literally get on the phone with the founders, the CEOs, the senior team every two weeks, go through key issues and really have this discussion about what are the priorities, what are issues that need to be solved and how can we do this together. And I get to benefit from that as well because I hear what they're doing and get that knowledge and I get to do a knowledge transference as well. So it's really exciting. And I think the other thing that I get to bring to the table as Brian and Caitlin, you know this, I'm so deep in the e-commerce space and was actually honored to be one of Yapo's amazing women in e-commerce last year that I get to talk about this whole direct to consumer experience and the supply chain logistics and channel, which has yep. you know, been so challenging and uh, such an interesting experience as we've yeah. been through. The pandemic came out of it and everybody talked about everything from the port of Los Angeles yep. to inventory. Exactly, NJ, it's interesting. And I'll, I'm gonna take a step back here because you, you must have seen this, obviously you've seen this, in our space, amount of female entrepreneurs, the growth of the female entrepreneurs over the last like even 10 years is just so incredible. The numbers, the sheer numbers, and I guess it's just the opportunities. I would like to say also it's probably a result of strong female leadership from starting in the in the early 90s all the way up that, that has spawned uh, I, I would say there's probably no greater group of growth than, than where we are right now, female entrepreneurs, especially in the e-commerce space. I absolutely agree with that. It is so funny. I mean, this morning I'm, I'm have, my phone is filled with text messages from other incredible dynamic women. One who's sharing with me just now, she just invested in an AI platform. Another one that's talking about an idea in fitness and, and apparel. And I think what so many of us have learned is one, how important it is that we support each other because we have all this knowledge or we're seeking knowledge. And by sharing this, we can support each other and help each other grow and expand. And it's a skill we've that's been burgeoning and improving over the past two decades and it's become cross-generational and that's what i love about it is that you know we're talking to everybody across every generation so we're we're getting this the knowledge from the z's and the millennials yep. and we're getting the boomers and the x's you know talking to each other and saying what can we do together and how can yep. we be better and yep. I love that. And for me, I love the opportunity that I'm now getting this enormous ability to give back in so many different ways. And that's why I like working with all these different brands, meeting all these people. Brian, you know this, and uh, Caitlin knows this. I, you know, I'm out there at some of the conferences, the fireside chats, 
and I'm getting to do these kinds of outreaches. And I always talk about the importance of networking, that you literally bring your network with you your entire life, and you can't be stagnant or passive about that. You have to continually being that network. You also, it's so important to have manners, follow up, Yep. And keep communicating with everybody. And Brian, I think you know that I do that, but you do that so well too. And so does Caitlin. Why, thank you. Well, I love the concept of the forward female. Meeting you in person was so fantastic. And I, it's so authentic. It shows in just the engagement with you, NJ. Um, and I loved, and what really was super valuable to me was that cross-generational knowledge. And I'm glad that you brought it up. Um, I think there's so much that other folks can learn from each other, whether, you know, just that what they're bringing to the table. And it's something that Eva had brought up, Eva DeCecco, who's our VP of operations on our, during our women's month. So I guess I ask you, how does someone get involved in Forward Female? How do folks get in the mix to be able to tap into this tremendous value that you're bringing to the market? That's such a great question. We do a few things which are really like fun and exciting. One thing is like we, once a month, we have these networking events where they're usually held somewhere in uh, Los Angeles. We've been in Northern California. We go to different locations and usually they're someplace where it's a member of our forward female community and they're hosting the event. And then myself, Priscilla and Lauren are there. And we do fun things to get to know each other, including networking bingo. Okay. Where, um, you have to, like, it's like speed networking where we create this event and everyone starts introducing each other and they have to ask each other questions. And then we have a, actually a prize. We also have, when you join our community, we have these meetings twice a week where you can have the group and be together and share your issues, training sessions, and learn about everything from branding to leadership, you name it. And we had our first small conference where we actually took you through a whole incredible workbook exercise to talk you through all the things you need to think about when you're doing your startup or you've already started up what you haven't thought about. So Very we cool. bring all of these kinds of interactive tools and all kinds of creative templates and communities together so you're having this sense of support. And we have a lot of fun with it. We even have, like, at our networking events, you can spin a wheel, win certain types of prizes if to interact. So it's really kind of fun. And everybody also loves this, and they build and meet new people. And that's part of this whole concept of carrying your network for your life and you bring it forward and it gets bigger and bigger, which helps support you. And also these exercises about what you do and don't know and how to get better at what you're doing. So it's yep. two things. Yeah, that's awesome. And, and, and let me ask you, Right now, we talked about this knowledge transfer and and everything that you're, you know, you get to learn from some of the entrepreneurs and then get to share some experiences and things. What are some of the top challenges that you're seeing for just entrepreneurs as a whole when you're speaking with them? What are some of their biggest calls, call outs, maybe specifically to the time period that we're in right now as well? 
what we're seeing right now is all these incredible women have these great ideas and we're trying to help them and they're looking for the guidance to how to hone that idea. What is their niche within the marketplace? What is the gap that they're filling? And then how, how can they market that effectively, grow their brand and also manage financially manage the brand in a responsible way. We're also seeing we're in a time where raising money has become increasingly more challenging. So how do you create that great pitch? How do you tell your story? And I talk about this a lot, and I think uh, I've talked about it with you, Brian, and about how important it is to be a storyteller and learn to sell. I mean, Brian, you right. could probably talk about how important selling is. You have to be able to engage people, gain their support, and you have to tell your story well. I mean, yeah. I think we do that so beautifully at APL, and I think we do that so well at the Forward Female. We know our brands. We know what they represent. We stay very true to the story and where we sit in the marketplace. I mean, look at APL. We have pioneered luxury performance in the men's and women's athletic footwear. Whatever we produce, it's across the board, and we, we exemplify that in all of our marketing, all of our messaging. And at the end of the day, it comes down to the product, and our product exemplifies that. We, we're the same way with the forward female. Yep. We're talking about how we're supporting an important group and giving them the skills they need and having this intimate one-on-one dialogue or also in a group environment. Yeah, I, I, wait, 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 it's a great modern uh, picnic, which is, you know, <laughs> one of the brands I'm a strategic advisor. <laughs> And I love that, you know, it's all about we've reinvented the lunchbox with our products. And it's really that simple, but that complicated. For sure. I think it's a great segue um, into just you as an overall thinker. I know I've heard you describe yourself as left-minded, right-brained. Uh, you were winner of Yapo's Amazing Woman in E-Commerce. Uh, you were a Webby Award winner for Blonde and Brunette. So bringing together that, but also a, a crazy good uh, forecaster. So taking the left bra- left brain, being creative, right brain, I don't know which one does which, but you do it all. How do you find that balance and how do you bring that forward to these businesses that you impact? I love that. Another great question. Well, you know, I started my career in the creative uh, sector, you know, graduate of NYU, uh, the film school, worked as a film editor, went to a big branding firm, went back for my MBA. And I, one of the key things I found is I love everything creative. I love uh-huh. being strategic. I want to be involved in these ideas that move the business forward. But I also realized that I needed to understand all the finances, the business aspect, because great creative also has to be balanced with a good sense of business and how to move the business right. and and manage it responsibly. So yep. a lot of times that I've talked about this with Brian and he knows this, I do a lot of the, the forecasting and we talk about We go from, oh my God, we have this great product we're launching and our four seasons at APL 
and everything we're doing, but okay, what is the amount of inventory coming into the warehouse? What are the projections for those Black Fridays and Cyber Mondays? And I usually do it almost a year in advance. So I'm thinking about it and adjusting it and I'm putting those things on my list and I'm I use this word over and over again. I marinate about things. Yep. Especially if I don't know nice. what to do. I will call up a, a Brian and say, this is what's happening. What do you think? Right. And I ask for input and guidance and research all the time. I'm saying, what are you seeing? What's going on? What's what's happening in the industry? And then the other thing I do, which we've talked about, is I'm such a list person and I'm always prioritizing and working my list, you know, the A list, the B list. And I think I told you the term for it. And now I'm suddenly, I think I'm forgetting my own uh, <laughs> strategy. <laughs> do it yeah, now, you, do it later. You know what? <laughs> I'll, I'll give you a second of, to, to think about that for NJ, but I, you know, I want to go back to that because we have so many, uh, younger companies that come in and say, oh, we can't give you a daily forecast. We don't understand. I'm like, no, no, you you can. There is a, there there's an art and a science to it. And I love I love the expression of marinating on it. Like you you need you need to first put something out into the universe out of your own brain, whether it's a guesstimate, an educated guess, whether it's just you're just completely throwing stuff at the wall but then start to hone it and fine tune it as you start to move forward. It's interesting that you have that process and that it goes that far in advance, uh, you know, up to a year is crazy, but I, I like that whole process. It allows you time to think it through and at least it gives you a starting point. It's so true. And the other thing is I'm, I'm not shy about asking for help. Mm-hmm. I mean, Brian knows I've called him up. I've emailed him. I do this with other people, and I, I'm like, I want to know what's happening in in the overall environment. What are some of the trends happening? How would that apply to APL or the Forward Female or the other brands that I'm working with and advising? What do those trends mean? They may or may not be applicable. But when you get that information, you get to uh, incorporate it into the work. Like I said, marinate on it yep. or uh, see if, it, if it's applicable. So I do that all the time. I'm constantly looking for the data. And I also yep. apply the data to the creative process where I apply it to uh, the copy that's being written for SMS or email campaigns and what we're doing what are what is uh, what does it mean in terms of the cadence yep. um, we've talked about the cadence of um big events that everyone participates and other brands participate in black friday cyber monday what are the timing of the sms the emails how does that change from year to year what are the projections and predictions for one uh, for holiday 21 versus 22 versus 23 and now we're going yeah. into 2024 doesn't mean those predictions are 100% spot on but what do you need to apply to your own brand and what is the significance of that so i'm constantly reaching out for information 
and um, knowledge from other people. I'm not saying I have it all. I'm saying, oh my gosh, I'm a gatherer. How do I yep. gather that? <laughs> exactly, yeah. exactly. Sounds like a lot of... Oops. Yeah, no, go ahead. Go, come on. Keep I it coming. <laughs> it's my distraction list. Oh, distraction list. There yes. you go. Yeah, move them aside. Do it later. Yeah. So anything that's distracting, like all those little things and all the things that come up in your emails that are not like at the top of the list, I write that down. That's my do later, and I get back to those. And I constantly work the priorities first and then get back to the others. Mm -hmm. And I also do really big projects and break them down into three or four big projects per quarter and concentrate on those, get those done, move on to the next group. And I'm not shy about telling people, I will work on that project second quarter, third quarter, fourth quarter. I think you have to be really transparent about those things. Yeah, it sounds like a lot of intentionality around knowledge seeking and breaking it down, those cycles. I love that. And asking questions to drive conversation. I think that's when a lot of um, hurdles are overcome is by having those conversations. When I think of you, NJ, if, if you haven't met NJ in person, it definitely resonates her um, presence in the luxury space. And I think that to bring a brand from, from basic to luxury, there has to be intentionality. So how are you bringing that to the brands that you support um, to elevate them? Them into being able to, to be presented and to really resonate with this luxury market? You know, that's such a, a great question. I mean, I really... NJ, you can see why I made her my co-host, right? I mean, she is like, <laughs> she asks these questions and they just come out and I'm like, she's talking about intentionality and all this is great stuff. <laughs> it's NJ, you know, you know it's yes. true. There, there's something because you don't just deal with basic brands. Right? I mean, I if I think of any, anything that you're tied to, it's elevated. And there's something to be said about that. You're not just doing this arbitrarily. There's Maybe it is the 90-day cycle. Maybe it's taking small bites and really focusing on that. I don't know. I think there's something to be said about that. I I think too far ahead, I think. No, I, I love this question because, one, I, I think I'm true to myself in that I always uh, work with brands and, and resonate with brands that are elevated because that's something that I've sought out. And maybe it's because I've been lucky enough from the beginning of my career to work with incredible global brands from working at American Express, okay. uh, MGM, Universal Studios, being fashion always resonating with me. You know, I love fashion and I get the privilege to work with other brands on events and collaborate with, you know, everyone from Louis Vuitton defending so those kinds of elevated brands are sort of in my dna so mm -hmm. i try to stick in many ways with what i know and love because i've been passionate about that and it's something that uh came actually from my mother being a graduate of parsons school of design very involved in that world so it was something that was part of my dna from the beginning and I am intentional. I say I, I w concentrate on what I think I'm good at and I, I and where I have go to war skills versus taking on things where I'm not maybe an expert in a particular area because I'm not and maybe I shouldn't be dabbling in that. But I keep 
trying to learn new things and and be associated with new brands. And I am very intentional and thoughtful about everything that I do. But I again, I'm always wanting to learn new things. Yeah, yep. well, that, love that. that. It's so important. And you know, I look one of the one of the reasons that I love that I think Caitlin and I talk about why we love doing the podcast is we get exposed and we have conversations with so many different people, subject matter experts in different areas, and you're learning things, right? And it's so important, not only for just knowledge share, but even for your own personal growth. What you just touched on, this distraction list, I get pulled in a lot of different directions and I am, and I've, and I've been this way for a long time. I, I try to eat the elephant in one bite, and it's very difficult. And for you, like you're, like you're talking about with luxury brands, you have to have time where you're just focused, because the details are so particular um, that if you're not paying attention to it, then you're doing a disservice to the brand. Absolutely, and details. I didn't, this is like a famous saying, I mean, you know, it, and I'll get it wrong, but I mean, so much of the beauty is in the details, and I know that's not the correct saying, but being willing and able to drill down into all the details and think through things is critical. I mean, when you think about Black Friday and Cyber Monday, we have a, at APL, we have a massive matrix of how we do everything for those critical days and we talk about as a team those details over and over again and we're thoughtful and i also talk about i'll say it now the power of the team it's the power of the team coming together and everybody bringing different skills that makes a brand and a company even more powerful because different people bring different things to the table and have different skill sets and that's so powerful the other thing i always talk about is i want to be part of the conversation and i think that's how my career really started and took off is and why i'm constantly re-educating myself and learning new skills is the world is always changing around us and if we don't embrace that change and follow it and be part of it, then you're going to be left behind. And I always say, I want to be part of the conversation. And Brian and Caitlin, you know, I feel that way. I love being part of the dialogue of whatever's going on. And I'm curious. I'm always curious. Yeah, for sure. I, I think it's the devil is in the details, which I don't love that. I because I, I want to think of it in a less demonic way, but how do you <laughs> how do you empower people um, whether it's forward female or folks that are on your staff at APL, how do you empower empower folks to join the conversation if they're lacking that confidence? The process to me is about bringing people together, having short communications with people, usually in a, a group environment, and then giving people responsibility to do the task and working with them while they're doing the task. So they get better, you get better, and allowing people some of the freedom to, to do these things. And also, you know, sometimes making a mistake is the biggest learning lesson of all. I certainly can think about plenty of times I didn't 
quite get it right. And my mentors gave me important feedback that I've never forgotten. At one of the companies I was at, and I never forgot this happened, and it happened where we were doing a massive advertising program, and we had this system where everybody had to sign off on it. Uh, actually, we didn't have this. We had this system where everybody looked at this uh, campaign, and then it went live. Okay. Uh, we actually put out a campaign, and it included, and I'm not saying what company, uh, the CEO <laughs> signed off on it, you know, everybody signed off on it. And guess what we forgot? We forgot a response mechanism. So we all wondered why, oh my God, we we didn't get any sales. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> everybody got it wrong. From that, I developed this sheet that checked off is, is there, you know, an email? Is there a URL? Is there a phone number? Is there a whatever? And I attached it so that everyone could look for all these things and multiple eyes could be on it. I also learned that every time we were putting something out, I was going to dial that number and double check it. I was going to do all these things. And I never forgot that even as a group with everybody looking at it, we we forgot something. I never forgot yeah. that lesson. And I think so we also learned from the right things and we also learn from, oh my gosh, you need to double down on the details. So maybe we'll use double down on details instead of devil, the devils in the mm -hmm. details. Yeah, there's a little PTSD there because it seemed like the devil was involved in that one for sure. <laughs> for sure. So I, I will say the one thing that NJ is leaving out and, and you know, for those that haven't met NJ, the minute I see NJ, I smile. She is a ball of positivity. Right. She's just she comes to you. She's just she's happy. You have great ideas and you're extremely approachable. Right. And I think if you're creating that that, you know, joining the conversation and encouraging and empowering people, you as a leader of your organizations that you're involved with, you know, that's had a degree of success, you're still extremely approachable. And I, that makes it easy and encourages people to come join the conversation. So I wanted to say that because I knew you were going to say that about yourself, but I, but I do feel that way. Oh, I love Ryan, that. I'm so touched. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's like the ultimate compliment. Thank you. Thank you. You're very welcome. Well, NJ, we really appreciate you coming on. This has been fantastic. We are looking forward. You've been a tremendous partner to us uh, and you're really having a positive effect uh, it went through these organizations and it's something that you should definitely be proud of. Thank you so much. First of all, I just really appreciate this opportunity. And this is a perfect example of how we actually talk to each other and share ideas all the time and dialogue with each other. And everyone should take that into their own work environment and just sit down with other people and share ideas. And that's how th everything just gets better and better. And you push the envelope, the company gets better, you personally get better, and you get to lead a more interesting, fascinating life. And I feel always 
pinch myself and say, I feel really lucky to have these opportunities. Thank you. Yeah, absolutely. No, greatly appreciate it. Thanks, NJ Falk, for coming on today. Caitlin, take us out. Sure. Thank you, NJ. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Make sure you join the conversation every other Friday at sippinandshipping.com or on your favorite podcast platform. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.